Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. Hey, it's Super Bowl weekend, and I'm glad to have you listening uh, to Rudy Maxa's World. Glad to have you in. Come on in. Put your feet up. Take a seat. Maybe light a cigar and pour yourself a little libation. We've got a wide range of travel topics today. This hour, we're going to talk with our friend, Wall Street Journal columnist Eric Felton, on the subject of common courtesy. The question is, when it comes to traveling, is that a lost art? Eric's got some... uh, Pretty funny observations on that. And uh, you need your travel horoscope for Valentine's Day, don't you? Well, you're listening to the right radio show because we're going to check in with the Astro Twins and get the download on what kind of romantic vacation you should take depending on your astrological sign. Mm-hmm. We'll have a little fun today. And our baseball fantasy cap ve- uh, camp veteran, Roy Berger, uh, switched teams this winter. If you're a devoted listener, I'm sure you are. You heard last year Roy Berger went to uh, a f- his first baseball fantasy camp. He's in his, I think, 50s. Maybe I'm being charitable. Anyway, this summer or this winter, he found that not all such camps are created equal. We're going to talk to him about it. He'll tell us about those places where, for a few days anyway, anyway with anyone with a required fee can pretend they're playing in the big leagues. Uh, I'll have a few deals of the week, too. But first, as we always do let's check on the week's travel news to start the hour well you know i feel like a broken record but once again the nation's airlines were hobbled by mother nature and terrible winter weather this week in fact uh this weekend that's continuing the east coast on saturday morning getting hit again cincinnati st louis airports struggling to get planes on the ground and off the ground more than 18,000 flights were canceled this week due to snow and ice in the midwest and the east coast and toward the end of the week texas which you don't need me to remind you is where the Super Bowl is happening. First to succumb to snow and drifts in the snow uh, and drifts of snow was the Midwest, where Chicago, St. Louis, and Cincinnati, and even some airports as far south as Atlanta reported cancellations and delays. Uh, Chicago, for all intents and purposes, was shut down for a couple days, even after the snow stopped, because there's sort of in a uh, this wide open expanse. Uh, high winds caused drifting, and the snowplows at the airport couldn't keep up with it. On Thursday, ice led Continental to cancel its operations at Houston's airport, and by Friday, Dallas was hit with snow that led to hundreds of cancellations as well. And poor Chicago, uh, while operating, still had 100 cancellations in the morning on Thursday. It's been a very long week for Chicago's airports. The sort of good news is that there weren't as many passengers as in the recent past uh, stranded at airports. That's because airlines canceled flights ahead of time, so fewer people left home for non-existence a non-existent flights. Uh, the problems at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, of course, coincided with the arrival of Super Bowl fans. And in the second hour of the show, we're going to talk with a Texan from Southwest Airlines and ask whether there are actually ticket holders who might not have made it or be able to make it in time for the game. All week, governments, tour companies, and others scrambled to extract tourists from Egypt. Cruise lines canceled stops at Alexandria, and Nile River cruises are suffering. Some governments, including the American government, sent aircrafts to fetch nationals 
In some cases, passengers were required to pay the equivalent of commercial airfares. Others weren't. Now, if you heard our show last week, you know we talked with Mike Kelly, the CEO of On Call International. It's a company that offers medical and travel assistance to travelers. He was in the process of trying to get a passenger jet. I think it was a 727, if memory serves. He can correct me in a moment. Uh, he wanted to get that jet into Alexandria and Cairo to extract more than 100 clients who were covered by On Call International's political evacuation policy. Well, I called Mike on Friday and said uh, he said he had a crazy week, uh, so I invited him back on the show to find out exactly how crazy. Hey, Mike, how are you? Good, Rudy. Thanks for having me on. Well, let's, let's talk about the 727. When we talked last week, you were about to send a plane in. Did you manage that, and what special challenges did you face? Where did you fly him to, well, by the way? Yeah, we actually flew an MD-80, and it was more available, oh. and uh, we were able to get those passengers out. We, we went into Cairo, and um, then... Um, we were supposed to go to Alexandria, and we had to abort that because of difficulty getting our planes out, and uh, we returned to Athens. And then just uh, day before yesterday, we uh, took another plane in and went in and uh, retrieved 31 students um, on a university study abroad program. Uh, they were in Ashwan, and we brought them up to Luxor by bus and uh, flew them uh, back to Athens as well. Wow. How many uh, people did you take out in that first MD-80? Well, we, we, we brought about 130, I guess it's about 150 passengers total on those two aircraft, and then we had another 150 folks that we accommodated on, uh, um, you know, via commercial flights and other means. Wow. So you had more than 300 clients of On Call International in Egypt. We did. And how crazy was it getting, you know, permission to land, et cetera? Was it, was it just nuts, or was it a piece of cake? No, it was very difficult. You know, the hardest part of this, though, quite frankly, is to get the passengers to the airport because uh -huh. we had to hire armed guards with small vehicles, no large buses, to go in, meet them literally at hotels, private homes, and then get them to the airport. Once you got people to the airport, it's a federally protected building, there was food, water. It was crazy, though, at Cairo and at Luxor, but it was safe. Um, getting planes in and getting them released was difficult. Um, in fact, in one particular case, we loaded the plane. The plane went down the taxiway, and for no reason that we could see, the plane was returned, required to wait two hours, oh. and then um, through some contacts in the French government, we were able to get the, place, the planes released. So, And where did you say that first flight went to? Athens. Oh, they both went to Athens. Okay. Now, let me right. talk and a bit like about... Right, and we like Athens because there's a lot, of, a lot of hotels, there's a lot of commercial flights available, because we were returning people, literally business people, uh, students, retail, you know, leisure travelers to all over the world. Right. Let's, let me just talk for a moment about different kinds of travel insurance. It's, uh, there are, well, let me put it this way. It's my perception that only a few companies... There are many companies who provide all kinds of travel insurance for lost bags, for medical evacuation, and so on. But I, having done a little sort of check of travel insurance plans uh, this week, uh, find that there are not a lot of companies who provide so-called political and natural disaster evacuation, which is what you're doing in this case. Am I correct in that perception? You are. So you can find it for business travelers when it's purchased on a group plan basis, like for a business travel accident plan for an employer. But this week, we released um, a consumer-based product that covers medical evacuation, which is unlimited anywhere in the world. We don't require landing on, uh, we don't require landing strips. We don't require anything to evacuate anyone out. 
And in addition to that, it also covers political and natural disasters. So for $450 a year, uh, a family could be covered for our medical evacuation coverage, and then an extra $120 will cover the whole family for political and natural disasters. So no matter what goes on, where you're at, anywhere in the world, we will make arrangements and pay to get you out. All right. So uh, shop carefully when you're shopping for travel insurance is, is uh, the moral of that message. Mike, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Rudy. Mike Kelly is the CEO of On Call International. You can learn more about the company and read update reports on travels and the world's trouble spots at oncallinternational.com. Well, a success story for uh, several hundred people who did manage to get out of Egypt who they were visiting when the, when the riots hit. When we come back, we'll talk with a Wall Street Journal columnist about the death of civility in travel. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Hi, I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams, and we brew so many different beers that I don't think I can name them all in 30 seconds. But here goes. Summer Ale, Oktoberfest, Noble Pils, Winter Lager, Old Fezziwick, Cranberry Lambic, Holiday Porter, Pale Ale, Cherry Wheat, Blackberry Wit, Coastal Wheat, Latitude 48, Sam Light, Boston Ale, Cream Stout, Imperial White, Imperial Stout, Double Bock, Pumpkin Ale, Infinium, Chocolate Bock, <gasps> Dunkel Weizen, Irish Red, Scotch Ale, don't forget my favorite, Boston Lager. A rich amber color and a head so thick you can float a bottle cap on it. Ah, delicious. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe responsibly. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Does a rolling stone gather no moss? No moss. You're going to have to trust me on this one. Switch to GEICO now and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%. AutoZone. Has your car lost its get-up-and-go? Get to AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Cleaning your fuel system can help restore lost power and maintain your car's original performance. Right now at AutoZone, buy one bottle of Tecron Complete Fuel System Cleaner and get a second bottle free. That's two 12-ounce bottles for the price of one. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Pour in some performance. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Oh, if you're on the East Coast or the Midwest this weekend, draw that quilt up around your neck and bring that steaming hot toddy up to your lips and uh, just lay back and join me in Rudy Maxa's World. 
It's uh, 18 minutes after the hour. Nice to have you back. We talk travel here, as you know, all the time. And we look at it from all kinds of angles. And so does Eric Felton. He's an old friend of mine. He's a Washington-based journalist, and he writes a regular column for the Wall Street Journal. And uh, Eric, it's every Friday, right? Friday in the in yeah. the Wall Street Journal, a column called Postmodern Times. Every other How Friday. Doing, Recently, fine. How are you? Nice to have you in, fine, in, in the world. You. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Um, Eric uh, wrote, a, wrote a piece that I, I got a kick out of a column the other day called Courtesy's Sad Substitute. And I gather that this column, Eric, was prompted by your wife and children riding in one of the quiet cars on Amtrak between Washington and New York. Am I guessing correctly? That's correct. Actually, it was just one of the children who was doing okay. her, uh, her homework dutifully throughout the trip, but every now and then would quietly ask a little question to my wife who would give a brief, quiet answer to the question. And this, of course, prompted the, the scorn of the, uh, of the quiet car vigilantes who um, require not only that uh, one not speak on a cell phone, one not uh, have music turned up so loud in the hear- earphones that it buzzes and, and, and wails through for everybody else to hear, but also, contrary to the rules of the quiet car, that there be no conversation whatsoever. Um, the, the quiet car phenomenon, which got started on, on Amtrak and is now spreading to a bunch of commuter lines, really is sort of pushing for this notion that somehow uh, in a public transportation conveyance among metropolitan cities that everything should be quiet as Walden Pond. And uh, this seems to me <laughs> a, 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 a rather extravagant notion. Well, you say that rather, yeah, things may be quiet, but it's also created, instead of this sort of, you know, what we all like to imagine is this peaceful Walden Pond environment, it's, it's sort of a cauldron of simmering rage that everybody's sort of just waiting for somebody to make a peep. Yeah, it's quiet, but it's quiet in the way an Ibsen play is quiet, you know, sort of seething <laughs> anxiety and anger bubbling under the surface. And um, it's, it's remarkable. After I, after I wrote the, the piece, I, I heard from... Um, a friend who's a sort of well-known literary figure in New York who had been down to Washington and on her way back from Washington uh, was sitting next to a friend, and they were both working, they were reading, but every now and then they would, um, you know, point something out to one another very quietly in a whisper, and again came under the, the abusive scorn of one of the quiet car vigilantes. And uh, there does seem to be this uh, experience there that... Um, that it's not enough for it to be for people to even sort of obey the rules of the quiet car. There's an expectation now enforced with with uh, tremendous self righteousness and anger um, that that one be dead silent the entire time. And God forbid if your cell phone started ringing in that car, right? Oh, oh my God! Yeah, then, it, then it's time for uh, the for. Uh, uh, tar and feathers, I think. Severe punishment. I, I got to tell you, um, I, I'm familiar with the quiet car, certainly on the Amtrak trains and uh, and and in other places. But I, I flew into Philadelphia. I don't know, two or three weeks ago to give a speech. So I'm at the airport, and uh, I wasn't in any particular rush, and I saved my client money by spending seven dollars to take the train into Philadelphia. Now. I put train in quotes. This thing, I mean, it, it, it seems like it something out of, you know, the start of the steam age in England. It was it was a very old and not very pleasant uh, train inside, sort of hard seats and, you know, doors that didn't close, so the brutal cold air was coming in, a lot of clanking. I mean, it couldn't have been, I've never been on a noisier public uh, transportation conveyance in my life, yet I was in the quiet car. 
And I thought, there's nothing quiet about this car at all. In fact, you couldn't hear if a cell phone rang in it. Uh, so I think it's being carried too far in places that, that aren't prepared to have a quiet car. Yeah, have and you ever you been know, what's on that interesting fil- is, yeah. I, I think on, on airplanes, um, there hasn't been the same phenomenon, even though other than maybe sort of babies screaming, um, for the most part, people are not annoyed by their fellow travelers once they're in the plane. And no. I think it really does come down to the fact that on a plane, you're not able to use your cell phone. I think that's the root of everybody getting you know, the, the push for the quiet car. But because we couldn't just say, um, you know, don't have extended, long, loud conversations on your cell phone, it goes to this extreme uh, where you have to be dead quiet completely. And uh, so planes, perhaps because it doesn't really allow for cell phone conversations, have, have escaped the push for the crazy quietness. Well, you said that uh, uh, Cornell University psychologists uh, published some research last year. Uh, tell us about that. Well, there was research saying that, that actually there's a reason hearing cell phone conversations annoys us so much. And it's not just um, that we don't like hearing about other people's personal plumbing problems or their, their you know, love life problems, etc., that people have a tendency to just sort of go on and on about at full volume, and you're trapped next to them. Um, but that it's also from a cognitive point of view that when we hear half a conversation, um, it draws us in mentally. Our brains are always trying to fill in the other half of the conversation. And so even if you try to ignore somebody who's blathering on on their cell phone uh, about personal details or business uh, uh, dealings, etc., that even if we try to ignore them, we find ourselves, against our own desire, drawn into the conversation. So I do think that that is also part of the equation of why the, uh, the desire to escape other people's cell phone conversations has led to such a rigid and, uh, and unpleasant um, regime of quietude on the cars. I'm talking with my friend Eric Felton. He's a columnist with the Wall Street Journal, and on January 14th, he wrote a column called Courtesy's Sad Substitute, basically saying the quiet cars have become uh, uh, places, as he calls it, a cauldron of uh, seething resentment and rage if anybody says a peep. Now, you said you suggested, uh, uh, Eric, that uh, um, this sort of political correctness or quiet correctness uh, is leaking into things like schools, where uh, zero tolerance rules are, are 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 so strict as to as to have become uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I think there's something similar going on here. If you think of the problem on the quiet car, is that people aren't behaving in a kind of basically courteous sort of way. You know, the person who's on the cell phone, you know, speaking at full volume, telling all of the personal details. I mean, uh, uh, annoying to really and realizing this is annoying to everyone around. We don't seem to have a way of just saying. Can't you behave in a in a courteous way? We have to go to this sort of DEFCOM four strict <laughs> rules. It's as, a, it's as though anything goes, or we have zero tolerance rules. And um, and you see similar things in schools where we can't expect sort of just basic decent behavior by kids. It's either sort of an anything goes mentality, or there's going to be super strict zero tolerance rules. It's the only thing that can be enforced, and we have seemed to lost our ability to have kind of common sense courtesy that uh, that realizes we're we're in communities 
surrounded by people all the time, and there needs to be some flexibility, and that flexibility comes from both directions. It's a flexibility of um, sort of being thoughtful about the people around you and behaving in a courteous way, and on the other side, a flexibility about not having these sort of strict rules that um, you come down hard on anybody who would even, you know, make the slightest uh, uh, violation of the very strict rule. And I think, the, and I think, for the most part, generally on airplanes, people abide by that. And I think one reason they may is because we are jammed in. I mean, you know, you are more in, if you're in the middle seat between two strangers, you're more intimate with those people than you know anybody in your daily life or in your family generally. So we got to get along because you're cheek by jowl, shoulder to shoulder. Somebody maybe even falling asleep on your shoulder and drooling. I mean, you know. It, it, it really requires, as you just said, this sort of common sense. Can I read the last paragraph of your story real quick, your column real quick, Eric? Absolutely. This is Eric Felton writing. We have this tendency to careen from extreme to extreme, either allowing and enduring behavior ungoverned by the slightest scruple or enforcing ridiculous regimens of hypercorrectitude. Missing is the virtue that sits in the middle, the common sense of common courtesy. And the quiet car isn't so much a solution as a symptom. What a great end. I, I think that summed it up very nicely, Eric. You ought to write for a living. <laughs> Thank you, Rudy. <laughs> well, I, uh, I hope that people just try to be nice to each other, and that would be nice in trying to not be obnoxious, and that could be not being obnoxious about being thoughtless in how you behave, and not being obnoxious about trying to be enforcer of all rules. Excellent advice. Eric, uh, thanks for dropping in on Super Bowl weekend into Rudy Max's world and spending a few minutes with us. Oh, Rudy, always a pleasure. Take care. Eric Felton is a columnist with Wall Street Journal. His column runs on Friday, every other Friday, in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and uh, he's always entertaining on a wide variety of subjects. Nice to have him on the show. Stick around. We're going to talk about your horoscope and romantic travel. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Motorcycle owners, here's something to stash in your saddlebags. GEICO could save you money on motorcycle insurance. And here's how easy it is. You call GEICO and speak to a specialized motorcycle agent who gives you a free rate quote. If you're like thousands of other riders, the rate is less than what you pay now. And before you can say cha-ching, the agent also tells you about 24-7 emergency road service for less than a dollar a month. Savings. It's what we do for people. Call today for a free rate quote. GEICO. Saving people money on more than just car insurance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 
It's about 33 after the hour. I think I said that a few minutes ago when it was actually 18 after the hour. So if you reset your watch, reset it again. It's 33 minutes after the hour here in Rudy Max's world and probably where you are as well. It's Super Bowl weekend. Nice to have you in residence with us as we discuss all aspects of travel, including your horoscope and romantic travel. Uh, Othi Adut is one of the Astro Twins. Their website is called astrostyle.com, and Othi and her sister, uh, who is her twin, obviously, uh, last year began working as tripbase.com's astrologist, uh, bringing the art and science of astrology, um, you can debate that among yourselves, uh, to travel. Uh, she is also the book called the Astro. She, they've written a book called the Astro Twins Love Zodiac: The Essential Astrology Guide for Women. You can get it at Barnes and Noble and Amazon. And last night, my girlfriend read to me what a Libra guy is like. That was me, and I agreed with all the good stuff, and of course, didn't agree with the bad stuff. Hey, Ovi, welcome to the show. Hi. Now, are there better? You, you let me understand this correctly. You were saying there are better and worse times to travel romantically, depending on your sign. Do I understand that correctly? Sure, definitely. Why? Well, um, as all the planets move through the sky, they they um, kind of light up different parts of the chart. So, you know, the, the chart or the zodiac wheel is divided into 12 pieces, and each one symbolizes a different thing. So some of them are more sort of homebody-ish, some are more work-oriented, and then, you know, you have like the ninth house, which rules travel and vacation and adventure. Does that mean, generally speaking, some people, depending on their sign, are better travelers than others, or is it just a matter of timing? No, that's true, too, because some because every sign is associated with a house. So, for example, cancer rules the fourth house of home. So even though they do like to travel, they need a certain sense of home with them. And a lot of them can take longer to stray from their comforts, whereas other signs are like, wherever I go, you know, I'm a citizen of the world, I'm a nomad, that kind of thing. Do you know offhand how Aries are? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not even. I want to talk about the girlfriend. Yes, I do, of course. Yeah, how uh, are they for traveling? Well, <laughs> Aries are, um, you know, they're very particular about certain things. Like, they're fire signs. Really? They're adventurous, but they uh -huh. have, you know, they have their, their particularities. Like, they'll only eat certain food combinations <laughs> sometimes. Or they'll be, you know, they're very sensitive. <laughs> you are right on. <laughs> You are right on. Okay, how about Libras? How about guys like me, like I am? As it? You know, Libras, like, they like a little five-star style. They're very accommodating. Aries and Libra are actually opposite signs, and Aries is a sign of the self. So they know what they want, and they want it, whereas Libras will try to please everybody else and make sure everyone else is having a good time. But they have their own little fussy things, too. Like, they really like a clean, neat, organized, you know, hotel room or nice wine. They want to travel in style and luxury. Gosh, I'm starting to believe in astrology even more, Ophi. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Okay, so Valentine's Day is coming up. What sort of, uh, is there general advice you can give us? Uh, yes. I mean, should we approach Valentine's Day depending on the sign, our sign and our, and our significant other's sign? Yeah, and also what's going on this year. Now, um, it's interesting because this year's Valentine's Day is on a Monday, which kind of already sucks a little bit, um, you know, for traveling. <laughs> but it's also, right. <laughs> but it's also there's going to be sort of a little tug of war between four planets that day, which is a little tense. So we're going to have to be a little careful, you know. Like um, it's going to be a little hard to please our significant others this Valentine's Day. So I really recommend that everybody does a weekend getaway. 
while the moon is in Gemini, which rules communication and activities for two. That's Saturday and Sunday. You know, even Friday and Thursday. We'll Anything's better than Monday, apparently. Anything's yeah, better Monday than this Monday. Just, I, I hate to say it, but this Valentine's Day might be a little bit of a bust. People. Ooh, Ophia Dude is an astrologist along with her sister. You can check out their uh, their comments at astrostyle.com and you can check your travel horoscope at tripbase.com. Um, Ophia, uh, do you consult the stars before you take a trip? I do. I do. I mean, you know, there's all, when you understand them, you can work around them. Like, if you have to take a trip, you've already booked the tickets, like, don't call the airlines and cancel, but just plan ahead. That's the best use of astrology, not to be paranoid and superstitious, but to be like, okay, so I might encounter this obstacle, like there might, there might be a delay in flights, because, you know, like this last December, Mercury was retrograde, that's a notorious, like, breakdown of travel, and what do we have, people sleeping at the airport, so I was not surprised, I would say, pack an extra book, stock up your iPod, because you might be waiting for the plane, but, but go, you know, on your trip. Right. Now, let me just ask you a general astrological question before we part. Uh, I read somewhere in the uh, recent, so how the sun, the planets have shifted, and so some people who thought there were one sign might be another. Is that something that we should be concerned about? Not at all. This, you know, this 13th sign, it's actually just a constellation called Ophiuchus, funny enough, and I would be it if it was a real sign. But it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I would, you know, I was kind of excited about, but I've yeah. known about it for like 20 years. It's, it's been around, it's been known about, I think, since the 4th century A.D., and this is an astronomer making up this whole thing, so, you know, they don't let us talk about, us astrologers talk about astronomy, so why are they messing with our stuff? But, yeah, you know, exactly. Nobody we only have, <laughs> yeah, well, nobody should, should pay we, attention to that. we only got about 15 seconds left, or 10 seconds left, so should we, are people's signs changing? Yeah or, yes no, or no? they're not changing. Oh, thank goodness. Hey, Ovi, thanks for joining us. Travel safely. Have a good Valentine's weekend, by the way. You too. Check out uh, Ovi at astrostyle.com or your travel horoscope at tripbase.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Coles Cares wants to hear a story about a stand-up kid who saw a problem and fixed it, who met someone in need and tried to help. Go to ColesKids.com by March 15th to nominate a stand-up kid aged 6 to 18 who's bettered their community, and they could win a scholarship worth up to $10,000. Just part of over $415,000 in scholarships and prizes from Coles Cares. Because inspiring stories inspire all of us. Coles Cares. Coles. Expect great things. AutoZone. Has your car lost its get-up-and-go? Get to AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Cleaning your fuel system can help restore lost power and maintain your car's original performance. Right now at AutoZone, buy one bottle of Tecron Complete Fuel System Cleaner and get a second bottle free. That's two 12-ounce bottles for the price of one. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Pour in some performance. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack knocked over a candlestick onto the shag carpeting, and his pants ignited into flames, causing him to stop, drop, and roll. Luckily, Jack recently had Geico help him with renter's insurance, because all his belongings went up in flames. Jack got full replacement and now has new pants he ordered from Banana Republic. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. 
Hi, I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams, and we brew so many different beers that I don't think I can name them all in 30 seconds. But here goes. Summer Ale, Oktoberfest, Noble Pils, Winter Lager, Old Fezziwick, Cranberry Lambic, Holiday Porter, Pale Ale, Cherry Wheat, Blackberry Wit, Coastal Wheat, Latitude 48, Sam Light, Boston Ale, Cream Stout, Imperial White, Imperial Stout, Double Bock, Pumpkin Ale, Infinium Chocolate Bock, Dunkle <gasps> Vites, and Irish Red Scotch Ale. Don't forget my favorite, Boston Lager. A rich amber color and a head so thick you can float a bottle cap on it. Ah, delicious. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe and responsible. Hey, folks, Rudy Maxi here with an important question. Who's watching your home when you're not there or even when you are? Well, it could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in often when they think no one is home or when they think no one will stop them. So don't be an easy target. Now you can get a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security, with 24-hour protection. Just pick up your phone and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert service, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Protect your home by calling your authorized ADT dealer at 866-750-6633. You'll get 24-hour protection and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. The number to call is 866-750-6633. That's 866-750-6633. Again, 866-750-6633, or you can also log on to RudyMaxa.com and check out the Sponsors button for more information on these ADT security savings. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. It's 43 minutes after the hour. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. So uh, how much... How much money from tourism has Egypt lost since the exodus of travelers began? Well, Egypt's new vice president estimates about $1 billion and counting. Now, tourism is vital to Egypt's economy, but tour companies, as I mentioned during the top of the hour during the news, are canceling tours. Airlines are canceling flights. Cruise ships <coughs> excuse me, are canceling stops. Uh, customers of travel companies that bought tours to Egypt for the near future are being offered trips to other places, such as Spain and Jordan. No, the Jordanian Tourism Bureau sort of admits that the fallout from the protests in Egypt aren't necessarily doing that country any favors either. So things are in disarray. I did notice in the Febu- on the February cover of uh, Condé, Nast Traveler's, Condé Nast Traveler magazine that they say, uh, Egypt, uh, and it's a piece on the glories of the Nile. Now, if you have loved ones doing Nile cruises, there are some Nile cruises still continuing, but uh, getting to and from them is getting increasingly difficult. So I don't think you need me to tell you that if you've got a trip already booked coming up soon in Egypt, that you should be talking with your travel provider and seeing uh, uh, and seeing what you ought to be doing about rescheduling or maybe even thinking of another place to go. Um, I had uh, breakfast the other morning with uh, a gentleman who runs a... Uh, uh, a cruise line. It's really a riverboat cruising company. And one of their boats is on the Nile. And he said uh, that uh, one of his 80-year-old clients landed in Cairo in the heat of the demonstrations and the protests. And and uh, he said, uh, and, and, and of course, the head of the tour company called him and said, look, well, we're going to work to get you out of Egypt. He said, no, you're not. I'm 80 years old. I've waited all my life to take a Nile cruise. I'm going on it. 
And darn if he didn't. He didn't care about protests. He walked through the protests, got a cab, went to the airport, got to wherever the he had to go to get on that uh, that river cruise. And uh, as far as I know, he's on it um, right now. So anyway, so keep that uh, uh, keep that in mind if you are uh, planning your travels. And if you're already over there, if you got family over there, well. Uh, you know, I understand the internet is back up. It's been up in back in Egypt, up in Egypt for a couple of days, so you should be able to uh, uh, communicate with your loved ones. I hope your family and your friends are safe. If you have family and friends in Egypt, um, th- you you may have heard as we led into this hour that uh, it actually the show is partially sponsored by MedJetAssist.com. Um, the CEO of MedJetAssist.com is Roy Berger, and last year. Roy is well. I'll let you tell, let him tell you his age. But last year, Roy decided. Roy's a huge baseball fan. Okay, Roy's a huge baseball fan, and last year he uh, decided he wanted to go to a baseball fantasy camp. Now these are camps that major league teams run during the winter uh, at uh, the location of their spring training camps, and anybody can go play. And what they do is they bring in players from retired baseball players. Some legendary, some maybe not legendary, and you, they provide your uh, uniform, so you can be in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform, uh, excuse me, Pittsburgh Pirates uniform, or uh, New York Mets uniform, depending on what camp you choose. And it's organized. I think it's four or five days, and they organize teams, and you play against the the retired pros. You dine with them. It's uh, it's uh. Uh, really a terrific way if you're a baseball fan to meet some of the great legends of the sport and uh, to participate. Uh, and Roy uh, wrote some columns uh, both last time, with some blog items both last time and and this year about his experience. Uh, Roy is the CEO of MedJetAssist.com, one of the sponsors of the show, but we're not talking about medical evacuation insurance now. We're talking about something really important like baseball. Hey, Roy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rudy. And actually, uh, after watching some of these guys play baseball for a week, I thought I think we may be talking about medical medical evacuation. <laughs> now, how old are you, Roy? I am fifty-eight years old. Okay. And last year, you went to which camp? Your first one. Last was, year, uh, I went to uh, Pittsburgh Pirate Camp in Bradenton, Florida, and the Pirates were kind of my uh, the love of my life when I was a kid. And it was a chance to kind of it was a fifty-year anniversary of the nineteen sixty World Championship team, which was my earliest baseball memory, and it was just an opportunity I couldn't pass by. And you played every day, and you had a great time. You were a little sore, but you did quite well. I, uh, th- I was I was more than a little sore last year. Yeah, I, I kind of learned my lesson. You know, I, I work out every morning on the on the treadmill or the elliptical, and what I found out very quickly two years ago is you don't use the same muscles, and those bases were so far apart, I never thought I'd get there. All right, hang on. we got to take a commercial break, Roy. When we come back, uh, we're going to find out where you went this year and how the sure. experience was different, because I know it was. Stick around, will you? Okay. Roy Berger will be right back with us, and we're going to find out uh, about his adventures this time around. Don't go away. You're in Rudy Max's world. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. 
Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Rudy Maxa back with a lot of reasons to travel, and one is to attend a baseball fantasy camp. And our guest, uh, Roy Berger, who's CEO of MedJet Assist, one of our sponsors. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about important things like baseball. Uh, just finished his second season at a baseball fantasy camp. He went to the Pirates uh, camp last year. And this year, where'd you go, Roy? I went to the Detroit Tiger camp in Lakeland, Florida, uh, a week or so ago. And, and basically last year, Rudy, the, as I said, the, the pirate camp was the 50th anniversary of my earliest childhood memory. It was something that I, I really didn't want to miss. And I had such a great experience last year that I was looking for another camp to go to this year. Unfortunately, the pirate camp, uh, I had a conflict with my annual meeting. I couldn't go. The Detroit camp is the oldest. Uh, they've been doing it for 28 years. It's so successful, they actually run back-to-back sessions. We had 91 campers in our week, and the next week I think they had 98 campers. So it just seemed like a natural fit for me. But you did find it very different from last year's experience, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I I guess probably the first thing that hit me was the affinity that I had for the Pirates and, and some of the Pirate legends that were at Pirate Camp two years ago was not the same for the Tigers. I, I basically, I'm indifferent about Detroit. Uh, I'm a Yankee fan. Um, I certainly don't have a dislike for the Tigers, but I have no great love for the Tigers either. It'd be certainly different if it was Boston. Everybody has a dislike for Boston. Uh, but as far as the Tigers go, there was no love. There was no love. There was no hatred. You know, the, the major league, the legends that were there. Certainly, I knew as a baseball fan. I played for Frank Tanana and Darrell Evans, and you really can't find two nicer guys. And uh, Willie Horton was there, and Tony Phillips was there, and Jack Billingham, and I can go on and on with names. And of course, it was capped off by a special appearance from Al Kaline, which wow. probably gave which probably gave everybody there kind of the shivers. Certainly, longtime Detroit fans, and uh, you know, for me, I certainly respect Al Kaline. He was a great ball player, but I just don't know that I had the affinity for the Tigers as a whole as uh, I had for the Pirates, or certainly would have for the Yankees. And the weather bedeviled you, didn't it? Oh, it did. It was just terrible. I mean, you know, we, we had a beautiful week in, in Bradenton uh, the year before, and uh, of the six days we were there, we had three days of rain. We actually oh. wound up losing two games totally. The playoffs were totally rained out. And then to basically make up for other days we lost, we lost the equivalent of another game. So, you know, when you, you, you go for a week and you play seven games or eight games and you lose three of them to rain, it really does, and I'm not being facetious here, put a damper on things. Sure. Uh, bottom line, did you have a good time? I did. I, I, I did. Okay. I, did uh, I, I didn't enjoy the experience as much as I did the pirate experience, and maybe the weather had something to do with that. Uh, I thought the pirates ran a, a tighter, more professional camp that was actually more camp-oriented. But i got to tell you something. I, I'm 58 years old, and, and this is very hard feeling to describe, but just being out there at my age, wearing a baseball uniform, playing a couple of games of baseball a day, kind of leaving the day-to-day worries and cares behind for a little bit, I certainly understand that's a luxury that not everybody can afford. And I'm very, very grateful that I'm in the position that I can. But just to describe that feeling of freedom, it's very, very tough to describe, but it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. And, of course, if the rain would have stopped, I would have had that feeling for a couple more days. Right. Last question, Roy. Uh, what, ball, uh, so to speak, ballpark figure, what does one of these fantasy camps cost? Well, it's it's really all over the board. The, the Tiger camp for the week was about $3,750 
the pirate camp was a little bit over four thousand dollars, but they gave you more. I mean, they gave you videos and they gave you baseball cards and they gave you more trinkets than the Tigers did. And you know, of course, then you get to the Yankees. And the Yankees, being the Yankees, are five thousand dollars for the week, <laughs> and uh, I think that's where we're headed next year. I've got a couple of colleagues that said they want to do it. I am a Yankee fan. It's probably time to be a big boy and put the pinstripes on. He's going back. Hey, Roy. I'm hey, going thanks back. for thank you for joining us and sharing uh, your experiences with us. Uh, so spend well, the year getting thing, in Rudy, sh- Yeah, you go going to fantasy camp. You're going to see Grandma. Make sure you go to MedJet.com. It's a peace of mind you need, no matter where you're going. Well, you know, you're the only guest who actually pays for a promotion on this, so I don't mind you saying it all. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, well, I guess that, that kind of gives me a little bit of credit in this section, but MedJet.com, no matter where you're going, and there are a lot of guys two days later that could have used MedJet. Exactly. MedJet is uh, is all year, as is in the second year as an advertiser on this show, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Roy Berger, CEO of MedJet Assist, for sharing your baseball fantasy camp experiences. We'll check in with you uh, again. Always a pleasure, Rudy. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. A couple deals real fast. We got the sound. Uh, Time for the deal of the week. There it is. Deal time coming. Ka-ching. The Weston St. Martin Dawn Beach Resort and Spa has got a winter savings deal. Um, From January 2nd through February 12th, we already passed that, till the end of this month, February 28th, you can get rooms as low as $243 a night. Uh, go to starwoodhotels.com slash Weston and look for the Weston San Martin in the Caribbean. Now for Valentine's Day, on February 20, uh, now through February 27th, you can pay $303 a night for a double and get an upgrade to an oceanfront room, a bottle of champagne on arrival, and a beachside cabana daily. Um, I'll have some more deals of the week in the next hour when we come back, uh, so stick around for that. If your station is leaving us after this first hour, um, it's a tragedy. I say that every week, and I mean it every week. Uh, most stations stick around for the second hour. I hope yours does. When we come back in the next hour, we're going to uh, take a look at... Uh, Well, we're going to hear from a Virgin Atlantic Airlines executive about some of the strangest questions passengers ever ask flight attendants. Uh, We're going to have a little news, a little commercials on your local station. We'll be right back next hour. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.